0: this morning, what I want us to to, um, to get together and and, uh, think about was it's easy to miss some profound words that we actually sing in a carol. We love them, and we love the words, but sometimes they become so familiar to us that we we, we miss the meaning. So uh, I've taken a little town of Bethlehem this morning as as a carol uh, to look at. Um, This was written by Phillips Brooks. I always think these people that write hymns, they look so sad, but anyway. um, He wrote this um, in 18... Well, no, in December the 24th, 1865, he was travelling by horseback from Jerusalem and he attended a five-hour Christmas Eve service. Yeah, you heard me right. Five hours at the Church of the Nativity in Bethlehem. And and that service moved him profoundly. He then went to become rector of Holy Trinity Church in Philadelphia. And three years later, um, from his journey in 1868, he composed a carol for the children that recalled his time in Bethlehem. And his mate, Louis Radnor, put it to music. And then the person that put our tune to music was Vaughan Williams, a Welshman. There you go. But let's take that carol, because this carol reminds us that the gift of Jesus is unique. Look at those words. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. We've already mentioned the incarnation this morning. But that... Jesus coming to earth as a person is, is profound. It, it, it's such a profound and such a, a unique thing, but yet it's also quite simple because the simplicity of it is that God is with us. James Irwin, who was the, one of the first people to stand on the moon, he said this, The most significant achievement of our age is not that man stood on the moon, but rather that God in Christ stood upon the earth. We can lose sight of that profound yet simple truth from a story that we know so well. We all know the Christmas story, but let's take that on this morning. But also there was a purpose to the Incarnation. that that we would know God personally. God is with us and that we would know him. So this carol reminds us that the gift of Jesus is what the world needed and what the world needs. Yet in the dark streets shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. Think about the then. The streets were dark. The Jewish people were under occupation and the Romans ruled strictly and harshly. Was it a nice place to be if you were Jewish? And alongside that, the people were longing for this Messiah. They had hopes and they had fears. But now... They have been met in the person of Jesus in Bethlehem. The light had been promised, for to us a child is given. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. There was a Sunday school teacher, I like this one, the Sunday school teacher gave her class the the job of reading Isaiah chapter 9. And the next Sunday, she said to the class, "No, I have a chocolate for anyone can complete the second half of the verse. The people walking in darkness." Kid put a hand up. What is the answer? Yeah, but these were besieged with answers, not all correct. The people walking in darkness use less electricity. The people walking in darkness stub their toes a lot. The people walking in darkness are usually burglars. And I like this one. The people walking in darkness should use a torch. The then and the now. We would agree this morning together that our streets are dark. The world is dark. There's religious persecution. There's famine. There's war. Here on our streets we have increasing knife crime, we have increasing addictions, we have all sorts. And yet this verse says, yet in the dark street shineth the everlasting light. The hopes and fears of all the years, then and now, are met in thee tonight. True for those people back in Jesus' day? but just as true for us here in the 21st century. They turned their back on God and the situation was a pretty messed up people. But I would think that we're not far off the same as well. And yet, John says, in him was life. And the life was the light to all people. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world, but there's a but here, but the but is, not everybody understood that. he was in the world, and the world, the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came that to that which was his own, but his own didn't receive him. The world did not recognize him. The Jews had been waiting hundreds of years for their Messiah but they didn't think Jesus was it they didn't see in Jesus somebody that would match up to their preconceived ideas here was somebody that wasn't going to come in and wipe out the Romans here was somebody that was going to come in and bring love to a world that needed it 2000 years later the same picture The world did not, but we could say the world does not recognise him. And that got me thinking again this week about recognising Jesus. You know, and I asked myself this question, and I asked you to ask it too. What does it mean for people to recognise Jesus? What does that look like? What does that look like personally personally? What does that look like as a church? You see, the church's job is to help people recognise Jesus today. And what do we want them to recognise? Well, I guess we want them to recognise everything that we each recognise in Jesus, ourselves and in the New Testament. The love, the forgiveness, the compassion... The understanding of where people are we want them to see jesus in our lives we practice it here so that we live it out there being jesus is being incarnational you may be the only jesus some people see that's a profound thought And when they do recognise Jesus, this is how John puts it. To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. What a wonderful, wonderful promise. So, also this carol reminds us that the gift of Jesus is personal. Something so personal about Christmas that again we can miss. And this is how the Carol puts it. "So God imparts to human hearts the blessings of His heaven. Cast out our sin and enter in, and altogether, let's say, be be born in us today. Yeah. Be, born in us today. be born in us every day in order that we can go out and be incarnational. Oh, come to us, abide with us, our Lord. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, God with us, God with you.